no, no, no. Happy no. birthday no. to you. Stop it, you. Happy birthday, dear our listeners. Whoa. Happy birthday to you. Whoa. We have um, literally dozens of listeners at this stage. <laughs> we have literally the list. a few listeners. <laughs> but, you know, the old saying, if you put uh, 12 people in a room together, there's a 50% chance that two of them share a birthday. Oh. That doesn't seem true. But, no. uh, in this case, they might be sharing a birthday with my good friend, Dan Kelly. Whoa. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It was uh, my selfish- birthday. Selfishly, Dan had his birthday smack dab in the middle, in between, um, two, meet like directly in between two episodes. I had to. Of my hands of were tied. Um, you don't understand. So I decided I had to decide whether last episode or this episode would be his special birthday episode, and I decided <laughs> uh, it was going to be this one. Oh my goodness! Uh, Dan, I got you a present. I remember that. No, uh, I got you another one that you haven't seen yet. <laughs> oh my god, what? What? It's great being your friend. Let's see it. Let's Here, unwrap let me... this bad boy. Here, let me let me put it on the table. Oh, there it is. Did you hear it? Yeah. Yeah, I put it on the table that's between us. Yes, me and it's you a box. have a table between us. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm. It's a box. Well, I have a. I have only one question. Uh huh. Um. May I ask? What's in the box? Well, put your hand in. Put no, your hand in the box. What? Why won't you tell me? What is it? Put put your hand in the well, box. It's not like paint or anything, is it? Put your hand. Put it in. Right. Put your hand in the box. Okay. Oh, oh, box. yeah. You know, yeah. It's paint in the box. <laughs> oh my oh, god. Oh, hold on. Hold Holy on. Hold on. Shit. Hold on. It's like fire and brimstone yep. and shit. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, 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 Are you yeah. serious? Yeah, yeah. For my birthday? At your neck. It's the gum jabar. <laughs> Oh my it's god. my gum jabar. Oh my god. So you've caught me with my pants down. You've caught me hand in a pain box, neck next to a little needle. God, this Pretty fucking birthday. pain is fucking painful. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. I sorry. Whew. Um God, this hurts. Yes, go on. Happy birthday yeah. to me. Well, well, finally Is this what 20 is this what being 22 is like? Jesus Christ. Finally going to figure out if you're human. Oh my god. Yeah, uh, an animal will gnaw off its own leg to survive. What will I do? I've heard that. Wow, you actually <laughs> take your hand out. Uh, what? Okay. Whew. Oh, wow. The you remember you remember that part of the book really well. <laughs> uh, I don't remember that stuff. No, I don't like. No. I, I don't remember the the, the quotes from. That's the, in the from... trailer. That's in the trailer. Oh, uh, that's okay. in the trailer. She says that in the trailer. It feels like so long. I ago. watch that shit every day. <laughs> Uh, after what has certainly been our longest intro to date, yeah, Jesus uh, Christ! I'm sure you can. I'm sure you can tell that you are listening to "Let's Get Way Into Dune" with me, Silas Harris, and me, Dan Kelly, 22 years old, hand newly out of a pain box. <laughs> um, "Let's Get Way Into Dune" is, of course, the premier podcast to catch you up. Um, have I said Javier Bardem? I feel like I have. No, no, you haven't. No, no. When Javier Bardem blesses your eyes and ears mm. uh, in the role of Stilgar, Ooh. Uh, you will know. Well, you'll know who the hell Stilgar is yeah. for one thing, yeah. because you listened to "Let's Get Wayne to Do." Something we certainly didn't know when our journey began, not so long ago. Now, now, but a journey has ended today. We have uh, quite the undertaking ahead of us here. Mm-hmm. Because Dan and I have just finished reading. And by Dan and I, I mean Dan has just finished reading. Yeah, and I, I finished I, a, a week and a half ago reading reading part three. The Prophet. Of Dune. Frank Herbert's novel Dune. And and oh my goodness. Good shit. We try, we do try in the, in the interim while we're reading. We try not to talk to each other about it too much because we want to save it. Yeah. And and talk, but we couldn't help this one, ourselves. This one, this part, we've sort parts. of we sort of chit chatted a little bit, yeah, a little bit. I think we have a lot still to There's talk about. There's a lot though. to talk about, yeah. 
But part one and two, we were pretty now, loose-lipped. We didn't talk really about it. And we talk, like, about everything, so it's kind of hard. Um, but part three, we've, we've let some things slide <laughs> about how we feel about certain stuff. Now, I will say, this is, of course, a um, companion podcast. that I, I title these episodes Book Club. Yeah, this is Because the book I, club. I do want... I want people to, who listen to the book episodes to be reading along mm-hmm. uh, so that when we talk about it, they know what we're kind of saying. Yeah. Um, but I think uh, just given how dense this one is, uh, maybe we should sort of try to <laughs> uh, walk through the narrative of it as we kind of go through our sure, notes. Sure, 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 sure. And what we thought of the whole thing. Yeah. So, so, so we open up. Yeah. Part three. Where are we? Is, this is where the two-year time jump happened, yeah. right? Yeah. I, um, yeah. So we did jump yeah, two after years. The, it after wasn't the, as... After the Water of Life orgy? Yeah. Right. Yeah. It was not... I will say it was not as abrupt no. as as in filmed versions, which I mean... I Do you think... Not to get meta about it already, but do you think that that's where they're going to cut it at the, for the I believe movie? they... I believe... I... Bu- what I've read is that they're going to cut it after the water of life, after Jessica drinks the water of life. I think that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it just makes the most sense. So anyway, two years later, and um, we open up on Fade and the Baron. Yeah, it, it works because it, it it opens up on the Baron and they sort of like tell you how long it's been. You know what I mean? Right. And, and, um, and the Baron is furious because Fade has just tried to kill him with a with a, a special needle attached to a, a a young slave boy. Yes, who the Baron was having his way with. Yes. I, what I will say emphasis on about young. that scene. Yeah, that scene um, was really good. Mm-hmm. But I I will say um, when I I think it's when the Baron comes out. I believe Fade is playing something called pyramid chess or he's going to play pyramid chess <laughs> with, with the ladies in the someone. ladies locker room and i deeply want to play pyramid chess <laughs> i don't even know what that is yeah yeah that sounds like a lot of fun to me that's uh that's pawn to b65 um yeah yeah um, i like that scene because a lot of the time we're only in one character's head per chapter but that was really cool because we could see what both of them motherfuckers were thinking. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And the Baron is, you know, kind of proves his worth, proves he's not just some like yucky old fuck here. He's very smart. No, he's extremely smart. And, yeah. um, and he's, he's playing the politics of it perfectly. He even talks, he talks fade over to, to his side. There yeah. was a quote that I really liked. Um, let's get it. Uh, um, fade thinks in his brain. He thinks, get to the point, you old fool. Uh, and then the Baron says out loud, ah, you think of me as an old fool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, It's shit like that. Yeah, th- 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 this is one of the scenes where I'm like, they're going to have a fucking tough time. That and the final duel, I'm like, well, like we'll because so much of it Can't is like... ahead of ourselves. Yeah. So much of that is in, is like mind games in their heads. And like mm-hmm. half of, ha- you're not getting it if you're not reading their brains. You know what I mean? So it's like... That's gonna be hard to adapt to the screen, but I'm sure, sure, Mister, uh, Mister Denis Villeneuve can do it. You pronounce that perfectly. Yeah, thank you. I'm I'm actually from France. Is he French? Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, I right. hope so. <laughs> uh they they also introduce, or maybe they introduced, they teased it. I think in part two when the Baron was talking to Count Fenring or. or the vampire guy yeah, yeah, yeah. um whatever his name is i think i just think he's a vampire because he's a count right 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 <laughs> many counts that you know in media are vampires. they talk about what is it seleucus secundus which is a prison, a prison planet, planet which is where the sardaukar come from yes and it kind of sounds like it's the emperor's home planet that he was like born on and he turned it into a prison planet i think because later i mean at the final duel again uh the Emperor's like, I sit upon the throne, and Paul's like, you'll have a fucking, you'll have a throne on Secunda. Salus Secundus. Yeah. yeah. Again, getting ahead of ourselves. Well, it, a big part of it is that the Baron and the Emperor want to turn Arrakis into another prison planet for the yes. friends. Yes, yes. 
And I think that does come up a little more clearly later. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, after that uh, scene with Fade and the Baron playing mental pyramid chess with each other. Yes. We get back to uh, the matter at hand My with boy our good Paul friends. Mwadib. That's right. I, you know, I, I think we gave the book a little bit of flack earlier on for being kind of a white savior story, and maybe I'll give I'm gonna give Frank some credit because he doesn't. Paul doesn't really like come in and take the Fremen and, and make them Atreides, you know? Like, he doesn't, right. like, teach... He doesn't teach them better ways. He, he really, yeah, like, He's becomes, in their ways, yeah. He becomes part of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, like, he still, like, retain... Like, his Atreides name is important to him. Right. But, like, he doesn't f- foist it on them and, like... Like, he's not... He's not, like... There's certain stuff, but, like... But for sure, like, yeah, he... he, he... But he's not, like taming savages right which is is not let me make it clear not not real not there's no such thing uh as savages right i don't i uh but i'm Keep but that going, is buddy. how a lot of well li- hold, listen <laughs> that is how i mean that is how like most like white savior yeah stories are yeah. you know make it look yeah or, or or that's how the people who write those stories think of yes, it. Yes, uh, for sure. Generally, but this is not that he is he is both the Duke Paul uh, Atreides, and he's you know uh, Paul Muadib Usul, you know. Um, right. And well, he, at least he lives in that now. world. Just but he but he is t- he. Always has in him what he has taken from the previous world. Um, that said, yes. That said, he he does have the visions of this terrible of oh, like the, the, the of, of like zealots, yes, screaming his name, screaming and his so name and that and actually waving and, the Atreides and that, banner. I think, right. So that's kind of like, I think almost. Um, I mean, I I I would say definitely commentary on on a traditional white savior type or like right. you know Im- imperialist and and I'll take my turn to kind of skip to the end of the book here a little bit but we we do see that nature coming out in him more and more of of you know the he he starts to care less and less yes about yes. about this and almost kind of embraces the the jihad at the very end yeah the jihad's gonna happen either way so let's go for it if i die they're gonna say i sacrifice myself if i live they're gonna say no one can touch me yeah i start i start to like i start to like paul less and less yes yeah but meanwhile back back in uh, the early sections of the of the early chapters of the section he's kind of starting to lose his mind a little bit yeah i can't tell what's What's the what ha- is something that happened in the past, and what's a vision of the future? Right, right. He exists in this like now state. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. What's your next one, Mister? Well, I I I think I was kind of struck. You know, there's scene these scenes where Paul and Chani are talking to each other, and they have to be. They they've they've you can tell they've grown up a lot mm. in the last two years. Which is like, I don't. It's they're they're eighteen. They're seventeen, right? They're seventeen or eighteen. Seventeen or eighteen. Like they're they're kids, and it's and I don't know. I it like it. If it made me very sad to see them have to like be grown ups and then and then have moments of of their like childlike nature shine through and 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 but they but now they have a child together, right? And even um, I mean, like they never mentioned those motherfuckers again. But he, Paul has um, the the kids of the man he killed. Oh yeah, <laughs> but they're never <laughs> mentioned ever again. Hurrah's two little boys. I think they say something about them, or they at least say something about how they're older now too. Oh, okay, I because I, they are. I guess they're what like eight and ten now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and it, it, speaking of speaking of children, oh, we're yeah. introduced. Yeah. To the famous, uh, she's she's called Alia the Strange One, which is a hilarious name mm-hmm. for a child. She's an abomination. Mm, well, in her words, she's a freak. 
<laughs> well, like her brother before like her. Like her brother before. I'm a freak. I'm a freak. I'm a freak. That's so funny. Um, it's, yeah. It's um, after we, we've watched t- uh, two film depictions of this book now, and they both, Ali looked exactly the same yeah. in both of them. Yeah. Uh, so it's hard not to like picture her as like this intensely creepy little kid, even though I think she's supposed to be much more of a person. Yeah, she's supposed to be like much more normal, just like almost as if a normal person was trapped in a kid body. Like she still yeah. speaks with like the child, like like I think it says something about like her unformed uh soft palate. Um Oh right, she has a lisp. She has like the child voice. But she's talking about, like, an extremely complex political, like, you know what I mean? Like, using yeah. references to shit that, like, how do you know what that, how to use that idiom? You know what I mean? It's um, like when there's a, it's like in vampire media, when there's, like, a, a, a child vampire who's, like, 400 years old. Right, right. But still looks like a child. Yeah. They, they still, they still are, they stick with. With Alia, there's a big thing about the theme of, like, growing up too fast as well. Same as, yeah. like, like kids having to having to mature too quickly. I do, I want to say, I, I want to say, I wonder if the, the, all these themes about kids having to become adults is, since this book was written, what was it? 65? In the 60s? Yeah, I wonder if it had something to do with, hold on, let me Google this before I talk into my ass. I wonder if it has something to do with um, happen- the book being written right around the Vietnam War and all mm. like all the young men enlisting mm. to and then, you know, kind of throwing away their youth or, or, you know, coming back from war as like changed people. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm 18 and now I like have sprayed mustard gas on a like village of women and children. Yeah, like, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's. Yeah, I mean, like, I'll, I can't add to that. That's just probably. Yeah, I mean, yeah. All right, this is a this is all a lot of a lot of dark talk. Yeah, this is fucking right. dour. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I all right. I have one more thing to say about the Alia scene, and then we get to turn to something fun because, well, I think you know what's up next. Yeah. But um, they um uh. The either Alia or Jessica is talking about like their visions of all the Reverend Mothers before them, and one of them says something about eating baklawa b a k b a k l a w a on Ramadhan r a m a d h a n, which is like um, Frank is pretty good at using words that sound like Middle Eastern and Mediterranean. Uh, but in this case, he kind of took real two real words <laughs> and just changed one letter of each Ramadan. of them. Ramadan. Yeah, he nice just added an H to Ramadan, and nice he changed try. a V for a W in baklava. Nice try, Do you remember Frank. what came next? Do you remember what came next? It's Dan? worm time, dude. It's it's time to ride the worm. It's time to ride a big old goddamn worm. Uh, I will say. I will say, our guy Frank made it make sense because the <laughs> the worm ride d- doesn't make yeah. a lot of sense. No, it doesn't. In matter. general, no. But the way he, I, like, I believed ex- it. The way here. It's ex- I've never believed it in the fucking TV series or the movie. It looks so fucking silly because of the special effects, and it's just like, what is going on? I like, I like you. It's at that point. It's extremely hard to do well on screen because I just like zoom out and I'm like, what is going on? Where? How do we get here? You know what I mean? Um, but Frank, like, makes it extremely grounded, like, there's, like, rituals to it, and there's, like, a way to do it, and a way to not, like, even still goes, like, that was some sloppy work, you know what I mean? Like, that was nice. Well, it's, well, it's explained, basically, that the way they ride the worm is, it's made of these, like, segmented rings that move around each other so it can, like, turn and stuff, and if you stick something in the segment and, and pry it open like the terrible harsh desert air will get in and the and the yeah. worm will like instinctively turn its body so that the open part is is as far away from the sand as possible so it doesn't get sand in its in its gummy parts yeah uh and then you can steer it by you know opening and closing it on various sides to make the worm turn one way or the other yep 
And that's really clever. Yeah, no, for sure. Like, like that's so clever that it almost, like, it feels like he could have come up with that first and then written a book to put that into. <laughs> yeah, man. And, like, I love it. I love the whole ritual of it. I love that Paul was like, all right, here I go. Let's do it. Um, and then, like, it, like, a worm bigger than he's ever fucking seen shows up. And it's like, oh, of course, you know? And, and I, like, he jumps on and, like... The whole gang he, jumps he, on, like, too. Everybody else jumps on, and, like, Paul's running the show. Like, he's telling him what to yep. do, and, like, his first worm ride ever, and he's, like... And, like, he's kind of sloppy at first, but then he's, like, really, like, a, a true leader. And I was reading it, and I was thinking, like, man, like, I was such a dork when I was 18. Yeah, are you kidding me? And I wasn't even, like, you uh, knew me, you know? Yeah. Yeah, dude, I was, and, like, um, I'm watching fucking bootlegs of Dear Evan Hansen in my college dorm room. Like, <laughs> who gives a shit about what I think? This kid's riding worms. I was playing Hearthstone in the living room where anybody could see. You were playing Hearthstone 20 minutes ago. <laughs> now, now, you didn't have to say that for the podcast. <laughs> but, but, but I'm doing it in my bedroom now. I got a room yeah, to myself. Move it up, can, baby. Where I can play Hearthstone in peace. That's okay. I, I, I would, you know. I I I see Jeremy Hansen again. I don't remember what made me think about this when I because I take these notes and I should give myself like some sort of citation about what's happening at the time, but I mean it's throughout, but it especially starts to become more like clear that it's a theme and not just a happenstance in mm. the book that it's really about like a turning of a generation. Hmm. Like, literally inheriting a world yeah. from your parents. Yeah. Yes. And 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 we do later get into... Um, I mean, because it goes both ways. Because there's Paul, like, growing up really fast. And, um, and, and Chani, too, and even Fade, to an extent, all, like, growing up and, like, taking more responsibility. But then there is also, like, you know, the Baron... And and Jessica and like the older people starting to realize that they're becoming obsolete or that it's not really their it's not really theirs anymore. You know what you know what it was. Oh, oh. <laughs> um, I I think I know I know why I thought of all this stuff. Oh, here we go. Yes, why? The because um coming up next. So so Gurney after all this time still thinks that. Um, by the way, did did. They they met up with Gurney in part three, right? Is that where he came back, or did he come back in part two? No, they met up with Gurney here. Uh, Still and uh, Paul and people were were like just going, and they, the thopter flies overhead. And it's like, hey, who the fuck is that? And it's uh, it's good old Gurney, and we have like a fun little reunion, and like Gurney and Stilgar become little little buddies, and uh, and. Oh, I love that. I love that in every version of this. That that Gurney and Stilgar. The little friendship. And, and yeah, yeah, friends. yeah. Um, and fucking, uh, and then it's pretty much just like, I thought you were dead. <laughs> like, he, like, he can't fucking believe it. He's like, he sort of like slowly realizes that like, this kid's grown like all the way up in like two yeah. years. Yeah. Like, this is not who I knew. And plus everybody on Arrakis and off Arrakis at this point has heard of Muad'Dib. Right, right. Like, he's he's already, he's a, like, legend already. And so when Gurney realizes that it's Paul, he's like, uh... <laughs> uh oh <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. There's a lot of Am cool I supposed stuff to kill this guy? Slowly, like, your father would care more about the humans. And Paul's like, I don't give a shit. You know? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Which is really then, cool. Like, Leto, who, like, risks, like, his son's life and, like, everyone in the Thopter's life to save, like, three dudes from the the, the Sandcrawler, like, is not right. not here. I keep comparing him to his but grandfather, like, Paul. Oh, that's right. That's right. I, you know, eventually, because we are going to go over every piece of Dune Media, mm-hmm. eventually we will get to these prequel books, and I do hope we learn about uh, old Leto's dad. Yeah. Uh, and and Gurney now that he's rejoined the fray, the gang, the, the, so he's he's back in the gang. He still thinks that Jessica oh, is yes. the person 
who sold out um, the Duke to to the Harkonnens. So he like corners her and confronts her, and Paul stumbles in. <laughs> He's like, and gets hey, in the mix. So uh, you guys, are... oh, no, what's going <laughs> on here? <laughs> and Paul like Paul handles it basically. Yeah. Like Gurney and Jessica pretty much would have killed each other if Paul hadn't stumbled in. Yeah, and he just like. Like, basically just using his mind and his words, like, gets them apart from each other and, and smooths the whole thing out. And Jessica realizes that she's, like, either, um, oh, it's the part, she, so Jessica realizes that she's trained, like, honed Paul to such a razor's edge that he's, like, she, like, took his childhood away from him mm-hmm. and, like, breaks down and, 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 like, she tells him to choose the course of happiness. It's the part where she's telling him, uh, she tells him that he should marry, marry Johnny instead, instead of, of trying to like Irulan. marry into a noble family or anything. Yeah. Cause she's realizing that she kind of like robbed him of, Oh God, what happened to me should not happen to Johnny as well. Like I love Johnny as if she was my daughter. And meanwhile, while she's like breaking down into tears about that, Gurney is screaming, somebody please kill me. <laughs> oh God, what have I done? Because he, because he realizes Jessica, of course, was not the was it was UA sold everyone out. Yeah, uh, and, and told so, us. So he, <laughs> right, and so so Gurney like ricochets between Jessica and Paul, begging them both to kill him for almost besmirching the family's honor. And so like, um, and 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 Paul is completely stoic through the whole thing. Yeah, he basically like they they're like. They pick them, Gurney and Jessica pick themselves up off the floor, and Paul basically says, now that y'all olds are done crying, I, I gotta go drown a 30-foot worm and drink some extremely dangerous poison. Yeah, he's like, hmm, is this a good time to to uh, probably kill myself drinking uh, the the dying vomit of a fucking worm that lives in sand just to prove that I'm who everyone knows I am? By the yep. way... <laughs> By the way, we have in Frank Herbert's Dune the series. We did see them do the like kill the like get the water of, yeah, of life, the unblessed yeah. water. We saw them do it. We a saw them drown worm. a worm in a little pool of water. The thing is, though, the thing is, in that one, the worm was like maybe nine feet long. Yeah, and and it was still like they had to like that's way bigger than a person, and they had to still hold it down and like. You know, it took like a few people, yeah, and like thrash around through people off of it, and they just and Paul just sort of casually mentions in his brain that the baby makers are thirty feet long, (laughs) and he's just gonna go drown one in water on it. Well, they have them on. They have them in the base. I was never clear on that. I believe they have like some around, like just to fucking get. Because they're not dangerous or something. I don't know. Um, right. So, and then it, like, shifts to, like, Chani wakes up and walks around. And like, ooh, we're getting a Chani chapter. Um, and then oh, I yeah. realize slowly what's going on. They're like, oh, fuck. He's, like, a little dead. He's, like, dead all all but dead. And he is dead, but he's not and He's not all the way dead, but he is dead. Well, it's like, it's like he, it's like he could be. Like, we, like... We technically don't know. Like it seems like everything points to he's dead, because like Chani like can feel in the air that something's up, and she goes to Jessica, and like there's a weird energy with her, and she's like, and 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 uh, and she's like, oh, there was like some sign that Jessica was supposed to send or something that like he was okay, and she didn't. Right. And so like Chani's like ready to find out that Paul is dead. Yeah. And she and she's she's like she goes up to Jessica and is like, is, is he is is he is he dead? And Jessica's and Jessica basically says like and Jessica's basically the fucking meme. This is well no, but actually yes. Yeah, I was like, um, I wouldn't use dead yet. <laughs> he's he's dead ish. He's, I mean, he's dead. Okay, he's dead. But like he. But, 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 We need you to revive him. <laughs> well, no, she just says, I just need you to revive him. And she's like, and China's like, oh, so, so, oh, oh, so he's dead. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and China's like, so, so he's not dead? And just, no, 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 he's dead. 
He died. <laughs> but um, we need to do but we can do something about it. I don't know. Do some Snow White shit. What did she actually do? What they, did she actually do? Oh, to... shit. They did something. I forget. Um, they did something, and he snapped out of it in a sna- second. Like, like, yeah, he, like... like, <gasps> like <laughs> did she, Did she like... No, it can't be that she, like, cry, like, cried on him. She didn't, like, drop a tear onto him, and it, like, sleeping beautied him out of it. That can't no, be it. No, I have the book. What hold did on, she hold do? Hold on, hold on. All right. Book break. Oh. I know what they did. Hmm? It was literally, so it was, they thought he was uh, poisoned. Oh, yeah. They, like they thought, thought somebody he was in their in a, ranks had poisoned them. Yes. They thought he was in a poison coma. And then Jessica and Chani slowly start to realize, like, did this guy, did he? He couldn't have. He didn't drink the worm juice, did he? Because he can't, he can't do that. He wait, knows that. Wait, hold no, hold on, hold on. I think I've I, got some, and then and Chani, Chani's like, "I've got some over here. I have some." And she and she like sticks her fingers in a little bit of worm juice and like holds it up to his nose, and he's just like, <gasps> "Oh, oh, worm Ooh. juice! Ooh. You got worm juice here? Ooh. Whoa! I drank a little, you know." And they're like, "Yeah." And, and they're like, you can't do that. How and much did you drink? And he was like, I, "Like a drop." And it was like, "Oh like a, just my a drop. god!" <laughs> and he woke up, and and he's like, "Um, oh man, that's a nice nap." Yeah, I, 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 I drank a drop of that crazy water and passed out, but, oh, 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 man, I must have, I guess I must have lost a couple of hours, and, and it's Jessica's like, weeks. oh, three, <laughs> um, yeah, and he's like, what weak, but he can do it, like, he, 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 he proved himself, he yeah, is dude. the Kwisatz Haderach, because yeah, dude. he, he's a, a tried and true male Bene Gesserit, let's go, now. Like he, um, or even like, he's he he has the all the powers of a reverend mother. Like he can see all the past oh, dude, yeah. and everything, and he's seeing all the future as well. But he can also see the dark place. Oh, that no, the no woman can see. Mm-hmm. That whole thing, I, I imagine we will learn more about this Bene Gesserit breeding program and what the hell it is or yes. means. I, but I, I, I presently. I, yeah. Having finished the book, still don't understand it at all. Like, why everyone was mad that she had a son. Like, as if she could control that. Or can she? Like... (laughs) I think she can. I think she can. But there's a whole thing, and we'll come back to this, too, because it does come up again later. There's, like, a thing about, like, when their breeding program is done, there will be a a boy who is born, Mm. and he's a full Bene Gesserit, and he's, like the most powerful of all of them but we still don't really know like what they want what they want to use that for yeah like what the point of it is yeah 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 um i got a lot of questions about the bene Gesserit yeah, still and i'll i'll bring them back up later yeah um so i i hope we're not skipping stuff there's probably parts whole sections i just didn't take notes yeah, yeah, on yeah. that i can't remember now but i i'm thinking about um uh, Paul, after he drinks the water, and basically kind of, he starts to go a little, um, goes a little, goes a little worm it, crazy. That he goes a little worm crazy. In fact, uh, I, I nicknamed him Paul. I will kill all worms. Mwadi <laughs> after he decided that, yeah, the water um, of death, bro. The water of, that's right. He, he, the water of life, he calls, he says, he calls it the water of death because he can just like drip drop a little bit on a pre-spice mass and it will like start a chain reaction that will kill every single worm on arrakis and end spice production forever yes and just like cripple the entire universe basically he who can destroy a thing truly controls it yes that's right super duper cool um and he's like i'm gonna hold this over everybody's heads and he's basically saying all this crazy like god king shit to gurney and stilgar when a telegram comes through that his son has been cut in half by yeah. Sardaukar. <laughs> Help, they put him on a fucking spike. It's disgusting. <laughs> Dude, I'm a uh, god. They, it's like, okay, chill out over there. Well, and, and and they all, and like, he's now grown up so much so fast that like, like, even Stilgar, who is extremely used to death, 
being a Fremen and they kill each other just to prove themselves and stuff. Like he sees Paul react to the death of his infant son and 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 even Stilgar thinks this guy's ice cold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and there's even a moment maybe this is going back where like mm-hmm. Paul almost is forced to call out Stilgar. And oh my like, god, we skipped that. And he's like, wait, no, we're not, you know what, no, we're not fucking doing that. Why am I gonna we're fucking kill my it. best dude? What the fuck is wrong with you people? Um, he says, like, um, he says, like, why would I cut off my own right arm? Which yes. is very cool. Tra- uh, customs change, or traditions change, or some shit like that. Right. Um, Which is, that's the one, like, he does, I, you know what, it is after, it's after he takes the water of life is when he starts to become this like that's when he starts to kind of i feel like lose his humanity a little bit yeah and he's like like, he's like going down a terrible spiral of like oh god like he's kind of no longer worried about the jihad coming (laughs) you know he was really terrified of it before but now he's kind of like let it come i'm crazy i'm fucking crazy (laughs) and he's very analytical and he's like drawing up plans and gurney's like that's gonna get so many people so many of our people killed and and you know, Paul is basically saying, so be it. Yeah, so well, we're going to win, though. You're going to win, don't you? But we're going to, right. And he's right, because they are. Because he, like, he's a old, like, super genius. Yeah. Got that Mentat shit. Um, Mentat plus Bene Gesserit. Mentat shit. Yeah. He's got that Bene Gesserit. He's got that fucking spice all the time. He's, he's got, got that, that water worm. of life. He's got that prophecy in the end. Mm. Um. Yeah. And so so he, he hears the news that his his little boy went and got split down the middle. <laughs> Wait, did they say they cut him in half? <laughs> I don't think so. Or did you no, just keep didn't. saying that? Okay. <laughs> I was just trying I was trying to think of another funny way that they could have killed this baby. And I don't know, cut in half is just the the most Sir, uh, they used him as a football. American <laughs> no. American football? Doesn't matter, but no. <laughs> 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 they're cleats um they're awful cleats oh god all right enough <laughs> um i just wanted to know if it's but, if it was used to score a goal or a touchdown all right it's we good. have to stop talking it's, we have to stop talking about killing the baby it's good <laughs> i started this and now i'm finishing it okay but they also captured alia oh his no, sister not alia. alia the strange child or whatever yes, her name is the crazy girl um and uh dude that's so, even just on the so, ship with the emperor and the baron is fucking badass yeah well so before that we we basically get paul and stilgar and gurney sitting up on a hill and paul is telling them all about how they're gonna like blow up the shields and get everybody in there and just clear it out and and alia uh we we kind of switch to her perspective and she, yes so she is there in the belly of the beast with the emperor and the baron just talking mad and, shit well she like very confidently reveals who she is. Like my brother is Paul, like, and he's Muad'Dib, and uh, and hey, Baron. Uh, by the way, you're my grandfather. And also, eat shit, you fat piece of motherfucking shit. Fuck you. Yeah, she's just kind of like mouthing off, like yeah. kids do. Yeah. And and the Baron and the Baron is totally baffled. Like this is a like he's. We talk earlier about how he's pretty smart. But he is also pretty dumb. Like, he's, like, looking at her and, like, trying to... F- he's like, what? What is that? Like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> what? What is this like, shit? Wh- but it's not even, like, other people are like, oh, she's very... She's a child, but she's wise beyond her years. She's so unsettling. The Baron's like, I don't know what I'm looking at. <laughs> this shit know. is an inkblot. Are you a person? Are- <laughs> Sorry. Are you if, a child? Do I, want, are do you I a- say hi? Or- he Hello? uses uh he uses a derogatory term for oh, uh, little people. Yeah. Um yeah. in his he doesn't even say it out loud, he just thinks like, is that a which um it seems par for the course for the Baron. Yeah, fuck you. Yeah. Um and Alia basically tells them, tells the Emperor and the Baron, like, hey, I let you guys capture me on purpose. And here's why. Uh, and then she just uh, like stabs the Baron in the arm <laughs> with a, with a Gamjabar. She yeah. says, uh, "Like grandfather, you've met the Atreides Gamjabar," which um, and just stabs the shit. Uh, and he dies. Now and he, he, di- he dies. just like he just like rolls over in his little suspend like suspenders, and like his head is like lolling to the side. 
Um, I w- why, the Atreides Gamjabarji set, which, like, I, there's been no precedent set for who has Gamjabars and how they get them. Yes. Or really what they are to any great extent. <laughs> Just a fucking needle knife. I mean, you know what? I'm looking it up in the little glossary in there the back. There we go. We gotta make use of this thing. I will take this time to then, piss. Right? Oh. Well, now I'm here alone on the podcast. Uh, just so so y'all know, the Gamjabar is the high-handed enemy. That specific poison needle with tipped with metacyanide used by Bene Gesserit proctors in the death alternative test of human awareness. So I don't I don't know. I don't know how the Atreides have one. I guess uh, Jessica is a Bene Gesserit, but does she do the and in a box test? And it, why is it a Trades Gamjabar? Because she's not even, she's not in a trade. She's not married to the guy. All right, but, I'm back. Uh, oh, you're back? Yeah. You're back. I was just um, telling the folks at home what the Gamjabar is. Mm. Oh, 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 do you, what do you, what do you think I'm going to tell you? I'm not going to relitigate it. I just, uh, I just spent all this piss time that you were taking, uh, patiently explaining the Gamjabar and its inconsistencies. And if you think, uh, I'm gonna go over all that again. This is recording this live, Dan. We can't be we can't cut things out. Right. If I explained what the Gamjabar is twice, once when you weren't here and once when you are here, uh, then everybody would just have to hear that twice. And that's not appealing. Instead they'd rather hear this part of us doing this. They'd much rather hear <laughs> You forget, Silas. You forget in your arrogance that I, Dan Kelly, own a copy of Dune 2. With the ability to read the definition of Gamjabar included in the appendix. Well, why don't you go ahead and do it then? No, because people will have to listen to it twice, Silas. They've already heard it. And then it'd be on the podcast (laughs) twice. That's right. (laughs) Um, I liked, I will say, I liked that the Baron's end was very unceremonious. Yeah, he just fucking dies. He got no, he got no hero's death, no villain's death. Yeah, not even even like like a villainous death. He was just like... He got he got two sentences. He barely got to have last words. Yeah, by a fucking little girl, like a little fucking two. Some little kid. Yeah, eat shit, Baron. Um, yeah, and then basically the Baron's dead, and 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 Paul pretty much busts into the castle, and um, this is where she gets and crazy. Gets really crazy because he he's taken command of the place basically, and now he's like seeing Alia, and Alia's communicating with him through like. The oh, they do force Skype a little bit. Yeah, they do some. They do some Empire Strikes Back, um, and like, and there that, is a part, and then like yeah, everyone's like, he's, they're like, he's like, oh, by the way, um, Alia is on the sh- uh, Emperor Shaddam's ship, and the Baron's dead, and they're like, wait, 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 we we came here to tell you that. How the fuck do you know that? <laughs> um, and he's like, I don't know. I'm just fucking. I don't know. I ate worm water, and like. <laughs> and then fucking still guys like holy shit and then well and a, that's where yeah oh no go ahead no you go for it man i was just gonna say we we this is one of those things that was so cool that we couldn't yeah we have talked we about couldn't help <laughs> talk about it oh, wait you were i don't want i interrupted you i want you to finish it because it was no so i didn't cool. have anything just like it's so fucking cool how still guys like holy shit dude and then like paul sort of this is where paul's kind of like yeah, I don't give a fuck about the jihad. He's like, but a little bit of his humanity shines. Yeah, through. he's like, oh shit. He says, I lost a friend, but gained a, like a, a worshiper. I've seen a friend become a worshiper. Yes, I and wrote he, it down because it was like, oh yeah, and like, <laughs> I have created a creature of Muad'Dib. And he's like worried that the same thing is going to happen to Gurney. Am I going to lose Gurney too? The emperor rolls up with the Sardaukar, acting all tough with their little songs. They roll up with a whole on, like a whole entourage. So like who's the who? Entire There's crew a, the, is left. The Reverend Mother from the beginning. Uh, the Count is here. Uh, Fade shows up. Um, Ollie and there's, is here. And there's these. And there's these two mystery soldiers. There's a tall one and a short one. Of and course. for some reason, that's important enough that they mention it a few times. Yep. And, um. Oh no! This is this is the two guys who who we were talking about before that Paul Paul tells him about Ali and the and the baron's dead and they came to tell him that yeah um these two these two goofy guys show up and they're like you know representing the emperor and they're telling paul about what's going on and he's telling him he already knows and um 
And he basically casually mentions like, hey, so if I don't get to talk to the emperor, I'm going to destroy all spice forever. And the two guys are like, um, you, you can't do that, bud. That's like, no, that was, you know how- they were like, oh, by the way, all the great houses are right above Arrakis right now. And they're going to fucking blow your shit They'll up. They'll blow you the fuck up. And he's like, yeah. actually, here's what you're going to do. You're going to go fucking tell them to get the shit out of there because I'm going to destroy all of everything. And they're like, well, yeah. actually, you're going to go blind because you're addicted to fucking spice. And it's like, yeah, well, you're going to die too, so go tell them. And they're like, okay, 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 fine, fine, fine. Well, but, but also, but, 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 like, the reason they, these two fellas are also going to die is because Paul has very quietly caught on to the fact that they are the, like, previously never unseen guild navigators. Yes. And they're, like, trying to hide. They're wearing big, like, funny helmets so that he can't tell. <laughs> and, and he looks at their eyes and he's like, oh, oh, is this them? Oh, oh, you know what? You're the guild navigators, aren't you? And then, he, and then he's like, look, down, look at the future. I know you can see it. Not as well as I can, but look at the future as narrowly as, as you do. And, uh, and, and just take a look at what happens. And, and the guild navigators are basically like, oh, okay, we'll go get the emperor for you. <laughs> Yeah. And so he um, comes down with his crew. Yeah. And then fucking Thufer, a great Thufer moment. Um, where he's, oh. he sees a future in which Thufer betrays him. Um, right. It's like it's like the future he's been seeing of himself, like, lying bloody on the ground. Yes. And he realizes Thufer that. Thufer with a little, little blade. And then. Uh, yeah, he had a little poison blade. And then he, like, plays him. He's like, hey, go ahead. No, please do it. And then uh, Thufer's like, I could not. I've served the Atreides house forever. I will die. Um, and then he does. And, and then, then he, he just, just dies. dies. And it's like, which whoa, is like, okay. Like he, 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 like I, when I read it first, I was like, oh, did he, did he Pass cut out? himself with a, with a knife instead? But no, I think like the poison that was in him just like kicked in at just the best, like right timing for, for yeah. effect. Yeah, no, he just fucking, and he, Paul's just like, like lowers him to the ground <laughs> it's like all right uh can we talk now i'm gonna marry i'm gonna marry your, your daughter uh actually and everyone's like um hold on no one uh no one thought to ask me and then from from the crowd a voice <laughs> says not so fast and, and he goes i will marry your daughter and he takes out his guitar and he goes I'm a sting from the police. And the crowd parts. And it is sting from the police. And he's there. And he oh wants God. and he wants to fight Paul to the death. Oh my god, orange it's hair fade. sting. Let's do it. It's fade, Ralpha. We're gonna fight in a way. What what's it called? What's the way they're fighting? Um Oh, it's um you literally just said like it. Carney or something? It's a Canley. Canley. K-A-N-L-Y, right? It's an old-fashioned Canley. It's a, a duel of sorts. Yes. And, like, so Paul has his little Chris knife, and Fade has his, his like, long blade. The Emperor's Blade. poison. Oh, he's the Emperor's Blade. But it's, it's not poisoned, but it has, like, a muscle relaxant on it. Also... He has a... Uh, no, no, that doesn't have a muscle relaxant on it. What, he ha- what is... In his, in his uh, little, like, diaper... He has a uh, a little a little like switchblade that has a muscle muscle relaxant in it because they've inspected his men have, have inspected the emperor's blade to make sure there's no funny business. That's right. No, no, no. But he he has a he has an undetectable because they're looking for poison and it's not poison. Like oh. that his little his little diaper knife is poisoned. Yes. But his sword has it's not a muscle relaxant. You're right. It's like um it's like it it's it's like a stinging thing. Like it hurts really. Like it yeah. stings when um. Or something like that. Yeah. So, because um, so, Paul secretly had a muscle relaxant or something on his, right? Yeah, uh, it's something. Um, so they fight, and then uh, Paul's like thinking back to like all the Paul. Paul at this point is like, the jihad's fucking happening. So let's just fucking get this out of the way. Um, right. It's it's happening whether I win or lose. So God fucking damn it. Let's go. Let's go. Team team jihad. Woohoo. Um, and then. <laughs> Fade's just like, what are you gonna you gonna fight me? You gonna go? You running away? You think you're gonna die? He's like, Paul's just like, alright, like let him Oh, because he's kinda dancing around him. Like he yeah. did with uh, He's remembering like Dun- Duncan's Like who did with John Meese. Duncan's like uh 
teaching about like just let him go and study them and then you'll know yeah let him tire himself out a little bit yeah and then he like uh Fade the gets fight himself is on top. so good. Yeah, really no, well Hold written. on, wait, 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 that's skipping so much. Because there's the thing about, like, like um, Paul realizes that Fade is, like, moving at a slight delay as though he had a shield, even mm. though he doesn't. Yeah. Like, just like he used to be, like, when he fought Jamise. But then he realizes later that Fade might be faking the shield delay thing. Like, he might he might be doing that to so Paul gets his guard down so that then he can, like, strike quickly and Paul won't see it coming. Treachery so within treachery cool. within treachery. Right. And um, then they both, they each get each other with a little slash and, and Fade gets him with his little, um, like, make makes your bones hurt stuff. <laughs> Bone hurting juice. And Paul's like, ah, my bones. Ah, fuck, ow, owie. Yeah. <laughs> and then he, and then he kind of slashes back at Fade with his little muscle relaxant, and Fade goes, "Hey, that's cheating." And and Paul says, "Only because you did it first. <laughs> I was waiting for that." And um, and of course, the end like of the mind fight. mind games. Yeah, the whole time. The end of the fight. Like double psyching each other is, out. Yeah, it, the fight I will say does end uh, in much the same way that. Uh, the musical Oklahoma ends. Oh, interesting pull. <laughs> um, well, you know, it ends in a knife a fight. A curtain pull? And, oh, okay. And one of them ends uh, up on top of the other one. And then it's not quite the same because in Oklahoma, uh, the one on top does not have a little diaper knife that he's trying to stab the other one with. And the one on the bottom does not uh, put a knife cleanly up through the bottom of the Through the one's jaw? Jaws. To strike the brain. To to find home in the brain. Yeah. Uh, I believe it was worded. Um, yeah, that yeah. would be a little a little rough for Oklahoma. You didn't think but, you don't think Rogers and Hammerstein were that was like what they originally intended, but then they were like, that's a little We already have we already we're already ending with a knife fight, you know what I mean? Like yeah. we have to do a curtain call after this, so if we didn't We don't want to Yeah. That we gotta do a, a final number, and it's and and the work we'd have to do to bring the mood back up from that would be uh, mo- monumentous. Well, let's keep the knife fight. Uh, remove the the jaw the jaw stabbing. Also, that's just like the prop department's gonna be mad at us. And uh, oh, it's between you a, and me, I'm trying to fuck that bitch in the prop department, so I don't want to. Oh my it. god! What? It's the old times. Oh, oh, that's <laughs> right. It's the old times. Well, then they wouldn't. They wouldn't say bitch, they'd say wench. Oh, yeah. Woman. <laughs> I think that's how the old times work. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we went to medieval times oh, for yeah. Dan's birthday. It was so much fun. Uh, not to get away from sort of the, like, <laughs> penultimate chapter of the book. Yeah. But um, they had um, they had wenches there, which felt, yeah. I don't know. I've like, never been know... to medieval times, but, like, we, you walk in there like, welcome, lords and ladies. Uh, and, like, the, the servers are like... Uh, uh, a surf or wench will come serve you, and it's like I feel like surf is a, a, a higher than wench in the hierarchy. Surf you know is I mean? not a gendered word. Yeah, surf is a genderless word. It's a it's a class. Yeah, wench is mean. Wench is you just being mean to women. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> as we all know, as we all know, um, uh, Paul kills Fade. Yes. And if that and wasn't clear by the jaw, this jaw stab. And he basically, um, he, he, he now can force the emperor to let him marry his daughter so that he can become the emperor when the emperor dies or something like that. Yeah. Or no, he can, he's going to exile the emperor and become the emperor basically. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and then China's like, oh, oh man, I well, kind of wanted to Well, the emperor that. has, the emperor has one last trick up his sleeve. Oh, right. He calls upon his old vampire friend, Count Fenring, <laughs> to, um, to, I don't know what he had in mind specifically. Well, I, no, I think Count Fenring could, like, he, I think Count Fenring is, like, a, a fucking mur- murderous son of a bitch. So it's like, all right, yeah, well, now it, you kill him now. Yeah, he basically just says, get him. Uh, but Count Fenring, it is revealed, is, um... Is sort of the Neville Longbottom. Yes, he was to, gonna. Be, to he was Paul's almost the Quistak Hatterach. Right, he's also a boy born to the Bene Gesserit, and he's like a he's like a near miss as at a Quistak Hatterach. He's just so and, bad at fucking seeing the future. You know what I mean? And he see and he sees Paul, and he's like, and he realizes like, no, this guy's the real deal. 
and he can't do like he's like I can't do it. I can't kill him. And so so yeah, with nobody left on his side, um uh Paul Paul will be marrying Irulan. Yeah. And Chani's like I kind of wanted uh kind of wanted to hit that. So that's that's fucked up. And Jessica's like don't worry, dude. Trust me. This this, this does I will say. I you said you liked it. I found the ending a little unsatisfying. It it ends abruptly, but I like the passage. I like what Jessica says. That it's something like, uh, but it's, uh, you know, like, Paul tells Chani, like, oh, she'll only be my wife, like, by title. Like, I love and you. And she'll, she'll yeah. I'll never touch her. I'll never think about her. I, and then, and then what does Jessica say? It's something like, um, it's like, we, the concubines, will be remembered as wives. Like, yeah, the history will remember us as wives. Um, yeah. Which I is like, like. that. It's nice. I don't know. It felt like. It felt dehumanizing to. To Chani and Jessica to me, right? But they, I guess. they, they, the characters wanted to be wise, um, right? Which is, so. I think, why it's disappointing because because I've been rooting for Chani and she doesn't get what she wants, and like, right. and Paul and and Paul doesn't choose the path of happiness to marry Chani. No, like, no, he doesn't. Like he, Jessica he, wanted him to. Yeah, he 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 chooses the so, the politically expedient power route. And right. Chani's like, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. I I, I just yeah, thought it was nice just... because, like, it's a moment where Chani's like, oh man, and Jessica's like, hey, just That's so you true. know, I like them. Yeah. I like them getting together. Getting then, along but like, more. it's like a it's like a hollow. It's like, don't worry. Like, when they study us, we're gonna be his wife. And like, as if that's supposed to fix. I don't know. I think that's. I think that's like yeah. a neat little thing. Um, yeah. Now there is a nice. There is a nice. Um, uh, everybody gets their me- their medals moment. Um, a, a little before that, which I I would be remiss to not yes. mention. You know, like yes, like give Gurney the fucking chome, baby. Paul, right? Well, Paul gives Stilgar like stewardship of Arrakis. Yeah, he's the governor and now. He, and he, and he, and he says, uh, and, and you, Gurney, I didn't forget about you, you will be an earl, and you will be the earl of Caladan. Yeah! So Gurney gets to go back yeah, to Caladan. Yeah, that's so nice. It's nice. Everybody gets an, uh, all the, our auxiliary characters, for the most part, get kind of a nice ending, and then, not fade, and obviously. Then, and then, um, Chani gets Chewbacca, no metal. You'll just be a, yeah. you'll just be your husband, uh, his wife later. Yeah, well, you know, in the history books, in theory. Yeah. Uh, you know, Irulan's already writing them. That's true. Irulan's writing a lot of history books. Yeah. And I will say, I will say, if if the actual uh, wife, who's not getting any touch, is the one writing the books, uh, Chani may not come up too much. <laughs> There's my two cents. Yeah, that's true. That's, um, that's Dune. Yeah, dude. Read the whole book. We did it. We... We read this whole book. I haven't read a novel, like, for fun since mm. I was, like, 16, I feel like. Yeah. Probably before that. It's been a minute. Certainly been a minute. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um, we're not, we're not though, quite ready to close the, the book, I guess. No. Um, immediately, because there are a couple of little postscript appendix chapters. There's one called The Ecology of Dune, The Religion of Dune. And then the third one is report on Bene Gesserit motives and purposes, which I was just saying earlier that I wanted to understand at all. So afterward so by Brian as well. Yeah, we'll read that. That yeah. th- that's all going to be our our mid May episode. Um, so we'll just kind of go over what we learn, reading all about the sort of true, true like all uh, the the extra the auxiliary text. Yeah. Uh, of Dune. And then after and that, then? we're closing. We're we're really closing the book. It goes back on the shelf. And then we pick uh, another book is picked off the shelf. That's right, June Messiah. June Messiah. Join us coming um, to you June first. Yeah. And this one, it's a short one. We're reading the whole thing in one. Yep. Uh, Dune Messiah is, according to my uh, grandma, uh, not as good <laughs> and too political. Oh, um, so I like that, that to look stuff. forward to. That that's good because it's not uh, like it's Star Wars. (laughs) 
Or it's bad to be political. This shit's yeah. already political. So, I, um, well, I guess I'm going to read this other stuff at the end of the book, but I am going to speed through it so we can record a, going to be honest with you, probably kind of short mid-month episode because I want to read Dude Messiah so bad. Yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know a lot Dan about what happens t- next, but... Right, Dan and I have been talking about, like, we saw the movie right away of the first one, and, like, we already kind of knew some, like, we knew about the worms and stuff, but, like, after book one is finished, we don't really know Yeah, I know some, like, weird, in this sort of spoilers, not really, like, some stuff, I know that- Don't say it. Okay, yeah, well, fuck it, Don't say it, because we're on the podcast, we don't want to give it away. Right, right. Yeah, we've both read some spoilers for, like, various things that we don't really know the context of, so, like, we don't really know what it means. But, like, but the grand scheme of, like, like what the next five books in this series are about, we have no idea. Yeah, so, so, uh, we're really excited for Dune Messiah. Uh, we're really excited for the, the film to come out. Um, we do talk about that a lot, but damn, ah, I'm so every, I rewatched the trailer. I'm so, yeah. it's, you it's know, a great trailer. it's funny. It's funny because we, we really legitimately did start this as a joke. Like yes, for real, we just thought the worms were funny and like, and like we knew it was a big like cult science fiction thing that we, we didn't, didn't want to like about. clown on it or anything. We weren't going to be like making fun of it. Like we knew like it's cool and interesting and like we already both like Star Wars and, and then like. You know, we like science fiction stuff, and, like, it seems like a cool universe, and we like, of course sandworms are funny, but, like, you know, there is a lot of deep lore to get into, but, like, holy shit, dude, I'm I'm in it. But I literally, like, I literally, like, saw the Gamja bar scene and thought it was so funny that I, like, I, I genuinely went, like, knocked on Dan's bedroom door and went in, and, and I said, you wanna, you wanna get way into Dune? Yeah, dude. And I was like, fuck it, yes, please. And here we are, um, months later. And, like, the, the early getting... episodes, playing the video games, watching the movie, I was like, this shit sucks. <laughs> sucks. Sucks. Yeah. And it's for the birds. But, like, reading this fucking book is taught me a lot about adaptions. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So, fuck yeah, well, Frank Herbert. Fuck yeah, the book Dune. Fuck Yeah. Uh, and, and of course, uh, you know, the next two episodes are going to be readings from the writing of Frank Herbert, so they will be about content that is very good, but I, I am sure that we will find our way back into the weeds of terrible, terrible Dune media soon enough. Yes, yes. There's a, there's a board game that was released recently, or will be released, um, it's on based, my radar. On the, based on the new movie, the Dune Imperium game. Has Tim- my, oh, that's out. Element. Oh, that's out. Is it? Okay. At, yeah. at a later date, we may well be playing that. And we, Dude, may, I, we I, may I, well... I've seen the fucking action figures at Target, and I want them. <laughs> I'm not an action figure guy. I, I, I have nowhere to put them. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Our I don't... Target... Why, would I, why would I buy them? But I want them. Our Target only has um, Duncan Idaho and the Baron, I think. Yes, but then I went to a different Target in Virginia, um, and I saw... Uh, Stilgar and Paul, and the only one that's missing is I haven't seen Jessica in real life. But the weird thing about those, the weird thing about those figures is they all include a like a piece of Raban, and then if you collect all of them, Mm. you can build Raban. But only if you have all of them. Like Jessica's, Jessica has like Jason Momoa's. No, Jessica's thing has um. Dave uh, Batista's like bald, like extremely pale Raban head in it, and like like Stilgar's includes his legs, and uh, Timothy Chalamet's includes his arms. Um, so if you collect all of them, you get to build a Raban, build a beast, Rabin. Well, we've we've taken up enough of your time, folks. Yeah, get out uh, of here for Stamp. for this episode. You don't have to stay uh, here. Thank but you, you so much. But you don't have to go home. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Let's Get Way Into Dune. Join us on the 15th. Join us on the 1st of June for a couple more great readings. Uh, if you are keeping up with the book club or if you're or if you're reading this at a later date and you're and you're reading the books, uh, make sure you read Dune Messiah before you listen to that June 1st episode. And um, and, and we'll leave you with uh, 
whatever Dan's been cooking up for. Yeah, us dude, for the I'm last, I'm in my uh, I'm in so. my girl. I'm going down on a lady. Oh, you always you always this filth uh, with you <laughs> going down on a lady, and she's so uh, moist that I'm no. like, damn, are you from Caladam, son? Uh, oh, good night, ladies and gentlemen. I... All right. <laughs> Good night. That, that's where they 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 um, I'm carried off stage by a, like a, a like a cane. By a hook. Yeah, a cane. Yeah, they cane you off the <laughs> side of the stage. Yeah. I'm and it's me. I'm the one holding the cane. Boo! And they throw tomatoes. All right. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>